it's, it's like going to jail. It's like, you know, they, everybody got their jail story. You been to jail? I've been to jail. I've been to, I haven't did no time like that, but I've... A couple overnighters? You know, I'm a, I'm a habitual traffic offender. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a habitual traffic offender. You feel me? Today's podcast is brought to you by one of the absolute best real estate agents in the Cleveland market, Tom Sugar with Howard Hanna Real Estate. Tom's here to help you understand the home buying and selling process. Um, He's here to ensure that you're also always going to get the best price, whether you're buying a home or whether you're selling a home, and his customer service skills are top notch. Give Tom a call at 216-406-2841. That's 216-406-2841. You can call or text him. Or visit his website, shugsells.com, S-H-U-G-S-E-L-L-S.com. Visit Tom Sugar, everybody. He is the best. So anyways, we're out here today. We're just hanging out. We're hitting a barbecue. I appreciate you rolling through last night. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, dude. Seriously, that was a good time. Yeah, I was like, that tequila. Tequila. dude, that was the last thing I expected. You know, I was like, Compton Menace? No way. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, what the fuck? Right. What the fuck is going on? So tell me about growing up here because even in my last podcast that I did, I did somebody from the east side of Cleveland, which is just a different space than what I grew up in. But I really want to hear about growing up in Compton. Yeah, yeah. And how old are you? 36. Okay, cool. So yeah, let's hear it. Go for it. Tell me what yeah. you want to tell me. Man, coming up in Compton, like, a lot of people make it seem like it's a bad place or it's a struggling place. And when it's not, it's, it's a simple place that was that's just like anywhere else you yeah me? the only thing that's different between compton is it's like the mecca of the gangs you get me right so that'd be a lot of things that people got confused with was really going on here but it wasn't like i was homeless it wasn't like i was in a struggling home it wasn't like you know anything like that definitely drug abuse but that just made us you know stronger and stick together more you yeah, and that's all over too i mean it's yeah. not like specific necessarily to here yeah, or facts, just like facts. people like for me even dude we uh heroin overdoses that was like just like the thing you know what i mean and like we dude i couldn't tell you how many fr- legit friends of mine like just died of ods you know and even in the recent years and it's fucking sad so it's definitely not specific to here like here at compton see those are things so that they would say between the hood and the suburbs what they would say you feel me like here it was like cracking you don't have to worry about somebody overdosing off of shit. They just <laughs> you see so many crackheads. <laughs> exactly. They be drug addicts like scurrying across the street. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Dude? Facts. But they're everywhere. And even when you're in like like actual LA, I think the first time I went downtown LA, you think yeah. of most downtowns, right? Yeah. And they're nice or they're like well taken care of. Yeah. Yo, but it's always that LA side. It's not, always that side. Yeah. Downtown LA is not not like that. But I mean. That's still a good time, you know? Yeah, but the crazy part is, like, a lot of people, I'm going to say this, a lot of people down there, they don't have to be down there. A lot of people want to be down there. I think it's just so different, right? Because the Compton, California gets that rap of, like... Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Of what it is. All right, so can you teach me something right now about these Leafs? Because this is... I We do blunts and joints in Cleveland, and uh, I've... I'm Unless I'm just not privy to this. The other day when we were with Chip, he just pulls out this ball out of his pocket and then he just rolls a blunt and there or whatever and i'm just like what oh he had to leave dude just pulls it it's like a ball yeah he, yeah and yeah, i and then he like rips it off or whatever the whole thing with the leaf i, I start smoking leaf because i used to be with spitarillo and I, and I know how they make switches 
me? That's a whole nother story. You feel me? Really? So, yeah, Leaf is a little more natural better for me. Cheers, by the way. Yeah, we got our, 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 yeah our, man. I like it. A special mix. No, it's it's, it's honestly. So when did you get your first movie break? That's that's I'm I'm interested in this because I, I did a little bit of reading. I did a good twenty on you this mm -hmm. morning. You know, nothing crazy, and I just wanted. But I because I like to ask and have a regular reaction. Right. You know, so but I would like to hear about when you got started in your first movie and how that even came to be. Man, I got started my first movie. Uh, shout out to Hakeem here, producer, good dude. He's still in the business too, doing good things. We had a uh, spot together, we was roommates and shit, so he was sick, he had like cancer that he was getting over. So he was in his um, room a lot and still writing his uh, story script. So he had called me up in there and had me, you know, act things out for him and go over scripts with him. Then when he got better, he had got a movie called For Life. So that was the first the first one I was actually in. What year was that? Life. That was probably, shit, 2010. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so you were young. Was that the... Was that the path you always wanted to go, or was there like a... Well... Because you don't seem like a guy who would fit in a nine-to-five box. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, you know, you know, I get that, no, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, but as a... I always wanted... Yeah, I always wanted to get into the, the acting. Mm -hmm. Even early in my career, I... This is T right here. Uh, what up, this T? This T Money right here interrupting the interview. No, I like T. What's up? <laughs> no, no, you're good, man. What's up? I'm on the grill. No, no dude, you're doing your thing. Yeah, no. Well, we... <laughs> this is me, right? Yeah, I like it. I'm all about this. I'm all about well, this. Yeah, I thought about I studied Tupac and why was his career, like where was at it with the world. And I came up with it's a lot to do with the movies because the movies bring a lot of people together. It's a lot to watch other than just here. Yeah. You know, you get the visual along with what's going on and that, that was a, something that I envisioned for myself. And then probably three years after that is when I got the Straight Outta Compton movie role. Really? Yeah, you scared the fuck out of me in that role. Dr. Dre was on set. He said the same thing. I was happy to hear that from him. Y'all motherfuckers should be gang banging them books. <laughs> that shit is so funny. And I think also the authenticity of you growing up here yeah. changes it. Because, I mean, let's be real. You just, you know how that would go. Yeah, facts. Right? Facts. Like, we, we understand that that would, that goes down a certain way. Yeah, like, even in Compton, when when y'all leaving or, when y'all going to leave, just look at the bus stops. You're not going to see people just hanging out at the bus stop, waiting it, on the bus. It doesn't and happen. Especially dudes that look like they're involved in any type of game. Yeah, it's just not people. happening. You're not going to see them. But, like, once you get out of Compton, L.A., the other places, you see a lot of people on the bus stop. Yeah, of course. You get me? So it's a way that you do because there's too many hoods going through this motherfucker and niggas don't want to have no problems. So right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's like just an interesting, interesting thing because I come from a space where like that's not even a thought. Like not even like kind of a thought. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the news is like someone was going 30 miles over the speed limit. You know what I mean? Like that's really what you're getting, you know? Like if, if you're going five over, they're sending two cops. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. I'm not even kidding you, dude. Shout out the RRPD, man, but for real. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, dude. I swear to God. It's and it's like and it's interesting though when you come down here because like right now I don't feel not safe. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? It's not like that. But I think that's the vibe that it's given, obviously, Rev. Because with me. Well, yeah, probably that too. Yeah, I'm sure. I love the city. You know, the city loves me. We do a lot of things here too with different communities here. You went? Did you go through all the way through high school? 
And then how big was music and who was popular for you when you were in high school as far as like musical artists, rappers, shit like that? Actually, I came up playing sports. So high school, I was really focused on that type of shit. When it got to the to the end in like my 12th grade, I didn't get to graduate. But, you know, everything was a good situation for me. I walked into a good situation after that. So I didn't really start getting into music till after high school. You seem like psychologically to be like, ahead of the game, you know, creativity-wise, you seem to be yeah, really doing your thing, you know what I mean? Versus, you know. I was know. always around older dudes, so I feel like that got a lot to play with, you know, how it came out. Yeah, absolutely. Why the Pirates hat? Well, the piece that for Pyro, how I grew up. I figured. Because I'm from Cleveland, I just don't like Pittsburgh, you know? It's nothing well, personal. Well, you know, I don't really like Philadelphia, the team either. But oh, Philadelphia, hats. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We love, we probably the number one uh, buyers more than the basketball, uh, more than the baseball uh, supporters. That's fucking hilarious. When you're growing up, when you're going to like high school and stuff like that, is the gang violence, how present was it? How obvious was it? And how was it obvious was it throughout the day versus at everywhere, night? Everywhere, everywhere you went. Everywhere really? Everywhere you go. You go to school, they gang banging up there, you know, it's the same thing. And it was different for me because I went to crib schools. The crib schools is the good schools for football. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. I'm with the Lumbees Polys, uh, Lumbees Crips there. So I got to meet a lot of brothers, a lot of friends there too. But sports brought us all together to where it wasn't just about the, it wasn't about the game banging. You right. You know what I'm saying? So we all found a common love for something. And then after that, we all protected each other. So I really didn't have any problems with the gangs going to school, going to the different prep schools like that because we had the love and it, it, from the sports. So that changes everything. It cha yeah, it helped out. It helped that, it helped I feel, like, the, I feel like that's what brings particularly, and that's what's portrayed everywhere, Facts. what brings everybody together. Facts. Right? And, and I think that's a cool thing, too. And it goes it's a testament to what sports really are about. Yeah, facts. Right? I can say that Dude, sure. did you see LaMelo Ball's new contract? Are you fucking serious? Fact. Five years, $260 million. It's just crazy. Five years, 260 They did a thing on Michael Jordan yeah. and his fucking... I don't remember what the terms were, but it was only $98 million, and I think it was more than five years. Yeah. And, I, you know, and at the time, that was absurd. Now you're talking like three times that. Is it cool when you see people that are from the hood doing extremely well? Yeah, I love it. Really? I'm a congratulator. I'm a type of dude if I see you park your car, it's a nice car, and got a smudge on it, I'm going to wipe your shit off for you. Yeah. You know I mean? That's the type of dude I am. I like to see everybody shine. I like to see everybody win. You get me? Yeah. You grew up around heartbreaking, tragic things our whole life. It turn you into a certain type of person that don't like to see this because you ain't got it or something like that. So we the totally opposite over here. We love to see it. That energy you having is gonna bring it bring it to us. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no resentfulness yeah, or anything right. like that. Yeah, I mean I think that's always that's always a good thing. And I, I, I it's weird when you start doing things that are maybe bigger than what you intended them to be right. and you maybe don't know how to exactly deal with those in like the appropriate way so you're figuring things out as you go as well address on the podcast when i had asked you about like an area like this and i said he's asked the question you know are the kids safe here during the day without sure. if the parents leave i think that's everybody should but know. here okay but let me I'll let me comment on that though because here's the deal we live in a we really we really live in a fucked up world and i don't feel comfortable leaving my child places because there's fucking pedophiles and you, you know what I mean and I, I don't think that's at all specific to this area 
But I think it's it's I think more so here it's probably time and place, right? Actually, like the other day, we got a female friend. She had ran to the store and her daughter was up here playing with other kids. So the other kids had left. So one of the older homies that was over here saw her by herself and walked her over there to us. You feel what I'm saying? Like I don't see her mother here. Yeah. We just making sure she was over here safe. So. In that aspect, yeah, we all help each other out here. It, it is a lot of dangerous, a lot of dangerous things, but you know, we all grew up, yeah, taking videos and raising kids. So yeah, as far as being safe up here, we all protect everybody's kids like they are our kids, you know? Yeah, I think we that's dope. To, you know, stay over there, get out the you street. You got the sauce. Uh, what I'm talking about. People come through on some bullshit, it's gonna get addressed before it get to anything like that. So yeah, it's a good environment that I grew up in. I've been here since I was about, eight nine years old and we're trying to make it better and more safe for the community you've like worked with some like pretty fucking big celebrities dude yeah, um, been blessed. who would you like like who, who who's notable for you that's just like Lil the Wayne. best yeah shout out Lil Wayne dude Lil Wayne, let's go man. Lil Wayne a good dude he came to me at a time where like you don't have to ask, you don't have to ask for something for nothing from Wayne. Really? If he see you moving and, and positively on something, he's he's gonna come fuck with you for sure. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. And so that's really, and I can see how you're like through and through with the positivity mm -hmm. and helping people out and doing the right thing and just hanging out, yeah, and whatever. Fine. That's a that's a game changer. Yeah, fine. You know what I mean? As far as like depression, suicide, stuff like that, was that present in your community growing up? And like, how was it dealt with, if at all? I mean, I think everybody got that little voice that say shit, but like when I was a kid, I didn't know what depressed or stressed that was. You feel me? Yeah. I think it was kind of like that for me to be a kid and I have those problems on me. So I just thought I was sad. I just not feeling well one day. You feel me? I didn't think I was stressed out or depressed or anything else like that. Right. You feel me? But I didn't get on to that till I was adult and some, I still don't understand it. I still feel like that's just a, a word, a, a way for somebody else to benefit off of, you feel me? I feel like right. people do have mental problems, but I feel like it's other ways to take care of it naturally, you feel me? And not just by doing something for it, just by doing something for yourself, doing something for somebody else. I was on Lexapro for a long time, which is like an antidepressant. I was taking like 20 milligrams a day. Like my cre I'll tell you what, I was way more leveled out I was probably less crazy as far as like knee-jerk decisions and stuff like that but my creativity was like crushed and I think I think starting this podcast by getting off of those for a while because I feel like I was able to like kind of create something cool but at the same time I'm still trying to find that happy medium yeah. of like where do I sit where this is super comfortable for me yeah, you know what I mean and I'm newer to it so like for you for somebody who's been doing it a while probably takes time because like sometimes I'm sure there's highs and lows just like everything yeah, else oh wait, everybody go through it yeah but even when it's low I just feel like I need to change something different or lock down so I could you know accomplish my mission you know whatever I'm doing I just never feel like it's the end of the world you know I mean I was taught just wake up and do it again yeah 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 and, and I waking up and I think positive listening to music that's like upbeat and not fucking sad is a game changer yeah. When you're, cause like if you're sad and, and you, you throw on some shit. Adele, no offense Adele, 
love your music, but it's going to get worse. Yeah, you know, it's facts. just, you know, that's how it goes. Facts. But all right. All right. We'll get back to it. What, what, like, give me some, give me some superstars, some celebrities, some movie stars, whatever, some Man. crazy artists. I got, um, I work with Chris Brown. Mm. I work with Wiz Khalifa, DJ Paul. I got to work with a lot of people, man. Gucci, man. Yeah, Gucci, man. Hillary Swank, Michael Ely, though, those are two things, you know, on the acting scene. We worked on um, a movie called Fatale. Okay. Shout out to Deion Taylor. So I had a scene with Hillary Swank in there. She was a pretty dope person. Really? Yeah. Is that cool when you get to meet some of those people and you're just like... Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, and they're just cool and, like, it's like an instant friendship. Yeah, you don't know what's... The, how she gonna be but she was a dope person she broke the ice like i'm sitting there she like let's take a fucking picture i love that i love that i think it gets yeah because some people are introverted and it's probably hard for them but even for me like i get excited when i meet new people you know what i mean i don't i because like for me it's like i can learn something from you like even being able to pick your brain on what what it was like growing up here is so different to me and i think that's so cool I love that shit, you know, because you learn something new, and then you ha- you have a real perspective of it at that yeah. point, you know, versus just like, oh man, I watched the movies or whatever, you know. So, all right, so Wayne Hillary Swank obviously is fucking sweet. Um, Chris Brown, yeah, he's a great dancer. I can't dance for shit, but I can't either. I just watch. I like watching. Sit to the side. Anyways, you're not to backtrack a little bit even more. You're not big on like depression pills, shit like that. You figure out it's natural to do, natural yeah. way to just get out of your funk, yeah. right? Yeah. And like have hobbies and yeah. hang out with shit like facts. doing this. Because when you sit at home and isolate, it's just not good. Yeah, facts. Like even being here, this is it's safe. It's a safe place for me mentally and physically, everything else. Yeah. You know, just being here, back where I came from, with the people that I know, love me. You get me? Yeah. And that, that, that's always a good thing, too. You know, that helps me. That's good that that helps you. That's important. How many of your friends, would you say, if you don't mind me asking this, have probably died because of gang violence? Man. Like, if you just had a ballpark me a number. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. Y'all get enough room so you can't hear me. Bye. I'm going to go on my side. Why don't you come over here and say hi? Come here. To the, to the nation. Yeah. Come on over. Say hello. Hallelujah. Show them that big white stand that box. Hallelujah. Glory, I like hallelujah. this. Pow. Power to the people. <laughs> I'm into this. Hallelujah. Since I laid my burden, I'm going home. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, uh. glory, hallelujah. You hungry after you? We don't go viral after this. I'm going to be furious. Auntie, leave her alone. We're going to file a case on you, Auntie. Oh, go. Uh-oh. Everybody needs to take some fucking notes right now. Oh, shit. Oh, Auntie. Oh, shit. Auntie, get up. No. <laughs> Auntie, get up. Auntie, get up. <laughs> How'd that start? The straight out of Compton stuff. Man, it was a time where I didn't I didn't have a phone. I had an iPad so I could talk to my kids because I was just tired of, like, you know, everybody was calling me and shit like that. It's annoying, right? I needed a break. So... My boy was looking for me for a couple of weeks. Came and found me like, "Hey, uh, ever gave you great looking for you, man? You got? He wants you to be in the movie." I'm like, "Shit, real?" For that specific role? Yeah. Yeah, you, dude. I'm telling you right now. When I first saw that movie, like, I'll tell you, it's notable enough for me to who remembered who you who you yeah. were when I saw it. You know. It's a smart part, but it was a, it was a blessing. The the, it was, the main role was just OG Blood, and he had this, a little script. 
So I looked at it and you know gave it a name, and then you know added 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 what I added to it, and it ended up being what it was. And that was just a blessing, though. That opened up a lot of more doors for me. I believe that. I believe that. That's so, that's like a wild wild situation. Did you get to work with some cool people? Obviously meeting a Cube's son. You know, and I'm assuming like maybe you got to meet Dr. Dre, like some of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah facts. I met before, but it was when I was, you know, with Game in the Black Wall Street situation. But it was just a good thing to meet him, like on something I was doing. You know? It's always great when it's your own shit. Yeah, for sure. It's always better. Not that it's it's a bad thing to be on anybody else's. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, but what sure. I'm saying is, is that it's more it's, it is more special mm -hmm. you know what i mean it is more special and i that's where i enjoy it too is like when i get to meet people like you who are exceptionally authentic right, right? versus you know there's interviews i'll do that i won't even air yeah. and it's not that all of them are like that it's not that yeah. sometimes i do a bad job right but what my favorite ones are these ones where it's authentic and i love coming to uh like you today because like this is like your spot and then i get a real feel for what's going on i appreciate you inviting us down here that's really cool we're at a barbecue, guys. Like, they're just cooking in the background. You got this beautiful Compton mural over here. They put it in a brand new park. I guess the Dodgers are really affiliated with this place big time. Well, this was, this actually was the Jackie Robinson Stadium. But I guess they came back and revamped it, you know, so it was a good thing. Jackie Robinson, it, it, it's been here for since I was born. Really? Yeah. Really? That long? The gym and the baseball stadium being here, the pool just got here a couple years ago. The pool was a new thing. The pool was a new thing. Okay, now music right now for you. You are doing, you just tell me what you've got going on. Tell everybody what you've got going on. I just dropped a single called Feel Like We The Best. That's doing pretty good right now. I'm about to drop another single called The Block. So that it's, that, that represents the story of where I'm from. You, you understand that song more now that you've been here with me. Okay, 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 okay. So it's just, you know, different ways that we trying to attach to big screen with the music because a lot of people know about OG two-tone of course and I'm, I got to let them know about compliments now do you still get recognized when you go places every time every time because like when I saw you I was I know like I said I know exactly who you were you scared the fuck out of me like a couple years ago <laughs> you know like Jesus Christ it's all love yeah so anyways Compton California when you were growing up who is bigger now that you grew up with or grew up around per se I say Kendrick Lamar okay Oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting, Kendrick Lamar. Okay, yeah. okay. Kendrick Lamar. So come in Compton, if you you pretty much know everybody that that's here, you came across him in some shape, form, or fashion, some way. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar, he really blew up and, and did his thing from K Dot. You know, just being a good dude. He did a lot of stuff. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, I've been hearing his name for fucking years. Mega star. And he was young. Yeah. Like young, young. Yeah. Shout out to TDE and Top Dog. And who else do you? Uh, do you intend to collaborate with anybody on your new stuff, or are you trying to do more of your own? I mean, I work every night, so I like to work with everybody. Yep. You know, so I, I, feel, I figured out I want to do this for the rest of my life, so it's always time to make room to work with the new, you feel me, and the people that, that, that got the same energy for the, for the crowd. Because I, uh, I ran with Black Wall Street. I was just a street dude, and I just fell in love with this shit, you feel me? Right. I got to go around the world with without being in the army, without playing sports. So I feel like um, I really got to see a light, a light in it, you get me? So that's why I still come back here and let people see and get to feel this shit because that's the energy that it took for me to, to, to strike mine. To strike mine yeah, I think it's cool that, like the game, I remember my life when that came out, that song. 
and my mom was not pumped I was listening to it. Do you still talk to him? Are you still associated with him at all? I ain't talked to him in a um, in a good minute, but I'm pretty sure he's doing good. Good. But the whole thing is, you know, I learned what I learned from him. I, I, I gained, I got to uh, gain something that I get to feed my own family with and yeah. share with other people. So, you know, shout out to him for that. Yeah, I love, I love the fact that you just said that. And here's why. It's like, because even when you don't talk to those people, yeah. maybe as much anymore, or the relationship has changed yeah. or whatever it might be, you can still be thankful yeah, for what nice. you've learned and like how you've been. Nice. And even for me, it's nice to like have that inspiration of people in the past and be able to sit there and go like, we don't talk, we'll probably never talk, yeah. but it's like, yeah, that's why we're here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, which is great, man. I think that's so cool that you acknowledge that, you know? That's a different one. That's a different one that a lot of people maybe don't talk about as much. Now you gotta appreciate, no matter what it is, you gotta appreciate it. And I'm pretty sure if you find appreciation for something, the good overweighs the bad. I agree with that 100%. Do you have any, like when you come out in Compton now, and you still are around here obviously all the time, doing your thing, hanging out, whatever, is it just like a constant sense of family like this? Yeah. Because like even for me right now, it's cool as we watch people just pull up. Like that's so fun, that doesn't, like this is so cool. Jay West. What's up? I'm Roger, man. What's going on? Nice to meet you, bro. How's everything going? Nice to meet you. Yeah. He managed Wally Sensei. He a big uh, superstar that grew up around here too. You see, he come to the park. He didn't know I was here. Come to the park with his kids to play. Yeah. You know, this is just a part of what we do. That's so cool. You know, he made it out. Everybody here made it away from here, but this is just where, where we're from, where we represent. Yeah, I think that's the greatest part is that you come back and it's just like, you know, yeah, it's just hanging it's out, love. chilling, it's just love, dude. It feels good. It feels yeah. good every time. What kind of movies you got coming working up? working on last couple of things for the uh, OG Two-Tone character. We're going to do a series for it. It's going to be based in Compton, L.A., Watts, you know, just yeah. scene down here. So the movies we're going to be competing with is, I mean, the series are going to be competing with is Snowfall, Everything 50 Cent doing, I want to fuck with 50 Cent. Yeah, 50 Cent. Shout out 50 Cent for sure. Have you met 50 before? Yeah, I got to meet 50 a couple of times. He's a real dude, man. Yeah? Yeah, that was like my, him and Eminem when I was growing up, like that was my shit, dude. That was my shit, dude. You know? When I got to meet him, like, you could feel who he is, who he say. He's undeniably himself. You're going to get the same 50 on a on a podcast clip as you're going to get in person. Facts, facts, facts. Those are the best people, though. Those are the best people, man. I've had a couple people put on a show. Yeah. You know how it is, right? And I'm sure you've been through interviews, too, that are probably a little more, uh, well, like, question after question after question. Yeah. Or, like, weird shit. Yeah, it'd be all right. It's, you know, sometimes they... Or the worst part is the interviews with they don't know shit. You feel me? Yeah, is that weird when you're interviewing with somebody that's maybe not so interested, that has an agenda, I suppose, is more interested in whatever they're thinking about than, like, what you actually have going on. And I could see that. Is that a deciding factor for you in movie roles that you're willing to play as well? Like, is there a certain person that you would refuse to maybe portray? I mean, it's a, it's a couple things that I... Besides probably yeah, like a rival gang, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you nah, wouldn't do I mean, that. I, I was a crip in a, I was in a snowfall, I was a crip. But it's not about that. Hopefully I would get like Dr. Rowe and a, a, a lawyer or, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be some shit. Yeah, get that. So Dr. Menace, some, dude, so let's really do it. The, the skills. But other than that, you know, my image is a gangster rapper. 
basically, I, I already know that that's what come with the territory. That, that that's the type of roles that they're gonna give me. So we're gonna take all those roles we can get. Yeah, but that's cool though that you actually enjoy that too, right. and you do a really good job yeah, at it. I appreciate it. And I don't think you necessarily have to portray anything. So you can just kind of so do your thing. I'm not acting. I just be. Yeah, you don't even. It's just natural. <laughs> that's a better way to put it, right? I'd rather be natural, anyways, right? Yeah, right. Because everybody, right. like you know. It's like a Denzel, you feel me? Yeah, dude, Denzel's Denzel's Denzel, Denzel, Denzel dude. Denzel. Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't. He doesn't have to do like he. He's gonna be one thing. Like yeah. you're not gonna put him in a in a movie as like, you know, a a, a comedy where he's the father. Now you know all. You, you know, know how all his all Denzel movies gonna be. He got a Mexican, uh, uh, Spanish. Wife. Oh, all the time. Yeah, he, he loves Spanish the Spanish side. wife. He got a Spanish chick <laughs> on the side. You feel me? You already know Denzel. Wait, wasn't he driving the same kind of... <laughs> was he driving the same kind of car? No, he was driving a 79 Monte Carlo. Was that what he was driving? Yeah. yeah. What is that movie called? Uh, I'm an idiot. It's one of my favorite movies. It's See, you made me forget. Training Day. Training, Training Day. Day, dude. Yeah, Training Day. That's one of the best movies yeah, ever, right, dude. Right. He did that. You saw his Spanish... Uh, yeah, and the wife in there, she was hot as fuck. Baby, he yeah. always speaking some Spanish in that bitch. He's going to let you know he can do it. He's just pumping that shotgun through the walls of the apartment. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Jumping out windows, dude. Don't That's come down crazy. this fucking neighborhood without me. Yeah, I'm trying to get that. I'm, I'm going to write that in every script, too, once I get, you know, you should get to the level. You should. Do you write scripts? I got something out called uh, Back to the Plot that we still got to finish up. We're going to shoot the parts over here. I shot the scenes in Miami in the pork and beans and shit like that. Oh, really? I used to live in Boca. Yeah. Okay. Up north. Listen, man, it wasn't like that. I don't have that kind of money, dude. I'm a poor white guy. Nah, that's all right? where the rich white people live at. I that's, know they do. That's where the golf course and shit is. Dude, right it there, is. Palm Beach and Boca. I did like personal assistant work. This is how I got started with this. I did personal assistant work for my owner of that dealer. Yeah. And he used to take me. Well, he first of all would have me do like ridiculous tasks. Like he just pulled me off the service drive and was like, I'll pay you on the side extra plus what I'm paying you at the dealership yeah. to just help me out and do my thing. And then one day he's like, I want to paint my house. <laughs> and I've never painted anything ever, ever, yeah. like ever. And he's like, yeah, just paint the house. So I get paint. And I mean, I'm up on the side of this house. I'm also afraid of heights. And just like painting this dude's house, I get like halfway done. He's like, yeah, this looks like shit. I'm going to hire somebody. I'm like, thanks. Right. So you didn't think to just hire That's just Boca. Just... I tried to tell him, you know, he you just wasn't think... a great listener. I would have just hired somebody and just I should have, dude. dude. It was not good. I'll never forget that. But like, that's the kind of uh, like Boca is a very different place, and the money is so crazy. Like, you think if you see think you see cool cars in California, go to Miami. Yeah, facts. Miami's got the cooler cars for sure. You know, but I also think that the I'm not as big of a fan of Miami. I like the attitude and the vibe out here way more. And because, like, if you don't even come off rich out there, it's not that you get, like, weird looks. But I, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's harder to find realer people. Yeah. That's the ex- And I lived there for, like, three years. I lived in Miami for four years. Okay, okay. So I understand exactly what, you, what you're talking about. And everybody's from New York. Yeah, for, or, or, or across the water. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, for real, dude. Haiti. Haiti. Yeah, There's, I've never seen more Haitian people in my life. Actually, one Haitian, of the – I used to get – I used to have no hair. But when I would go get lined up, I used to only I would only let Haitian guys do it because it was the tightest lineup ever, you know. That blade. Literally, dude, that was the first time the blade came out, dude. You're talking about like yeah, like for me, like if I got the the neck blade, that was good. But I got the blade up front, you know, and that's when it, the game changed for real for me at that point, quite literally. Everything just fast, and a lot of people there momentarily. You feel me? That's what I think it is. 
It's, a, it's like going to jail. It's like, you know, they, everybody got a jail story. You been to jail? I've been to jail. Been to, I haven't did no time like that, but I've... A couple overnighters? You know, I'm a, I'm a habitual traffic offender. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a habitual traffic offender. You feel me? But no, Mine are all non-violent, but I've been to jail. It's not a hardcore jail, though. Mine's like... Like, like, I mean, like you watch TV, you know? I haven't been in prison. But I would say, like, I was taught to make the best of time wherever you at. It, of course. I don't want to be there, but it wasn't, like, a bad place. Could have been worse. It, you know? It's not. And I think the other thing is, and this is discounted in that situation, when you get in trouble, and this is maybe for me this is what happened, yeah. but when I got in trouble, dude, it was, like, no phone, just peace for, like, First time, yeah. First time you ain't. It's just like you know what, like yeah, you're just like, all right, man, like this really sucks, but like, I can like stop for once, because I don't have a choice, and like actually think about all the shit that I just created. So when you was in there, did you feel your phone vibrating sometimes? Never, dude. It was. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like. Oh you're. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. Yeah, I did. You would do that. You go to jail. A week later, you feel your phone vibrating still. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the but that's the best part is everybody's so connected now, and like that's a game changer all the time for me specifically because when I get an hour without somebody hitting up my phone, I am like the happiest human ever, you know. And then it's all stuff that I have to seemingly, but I don't have to, but I do, you know. Yeah. See, this is great, dude. Why can we not do this in Rocky River, guys? Like, what the fuck are we doing, man? All you guys just bitch on the Facebook community page. It's all you do. Yeah. I'm gonna clip the fuck out of that and post it. Come on. Yeah, it's all the time, but it's it's a very there's no there's no community vibe like this where I'm Thanks. from. There's just not. No, you know. One of a kind, bro. I, I didn't, like I didn't been around the world three times, man, and I make sure I go to the place that's where I feel like not not as good as you know. I feel like I, I like to go to places where people struggle at. You get me? Yeah, I have I have trouble, and you seem to be the same. You probably have trouble like me identifying with people that have never struggled. Well, yeah, it's like we don't, we have the same common things, and that's whatever we're there for. Right. But at the end of the day, it's just like we don't really have the same thought process on. Yeah. Like if something, if something was to happen right now, you would have a whole different thought than me. I'd probably be like, oh, it's not that bad, or this was just this. And you'll probably be like, what? He put out a gun. He did this. You feel me? You're probably right. But I'm just, you know, it'd be two different. But I think that's why it's so important for like even people like us to connect. Because it's like, for me, you're 100% right. And it goes to show you, too, like what the difference between what a big deal to somebody is versus somebody else. Because even sometimes for me, I'm like, I feel like I'm so chill about stuff, right? And like even coming down here, I wasn't like nervous. But yeah, of course, you have the Compton perception yeah, so of you're in Compton. Of course, like, of course, right. dude. Should we hide the weed? The police gonna pull us over? The I'm not worried about the weed asking. anymore. I'm more worried, just like you know, obviously, no one wants to get shot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like, you know, like, like that's what it is, right? <laughs> Nobody definitely wants to get no shot. No one wants to get shot, right? <laughs> so, so that's kind of what you know. But like at the same time, I think that's why it's so cool because you don't only find common ground; you find so many other things about people that are like wow like we have these mutual interests and yeah. stuff like that you in a nice mercedes i'm in the 83 colors on it's a rental bro it's a rental dude it's a rental dude <laughs> I, I should be worried about getting shot <laughs> yeah. I i'll trade cars with you that thing's sick dude <laughs> that thing's no, sick it's love here like 
even just coming down the street, going through the different neighborhoods and seeing that different people like love, they, they show me love, you feel me? Because what I bring to the city is, is, is I represent everybody. I represent the Bloods, the Crips, the Mexicans, everybody that's here, everybody that, that represent the shit, I represent them. You so you're like, a, you're, like, you're like a common ground. Yeah. How well known are you in this hood? Everybody. I want to know. Really? Really? Everybody know me. That's... So you're just like an OG Compton dude. Yeah, man. Like, That's crazy. I, I, I like the whole and aspect. awesome. I'm pumped as fuck. Like Coming from whole, a kid from Rocky River. I like the whole aspect of you being able to see me at a store and come up to me and take a picture, or you see me going by like that's Compton Menace car. Yeah, yeah, you feel yeah. me? I I love that aspect of it because it's something that. I've never seen before. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. Like, even coming with game, he used to go through here, you'd know that was him in the range or that. And you yeah. have to think, like, damn, that's him. You feel me? Isn't even that crazy? Even if you see him or touch him, you'd be like, damn, that's him. Like, damn, he'd be in company or he's. And it, and it humanizes people. Yeah. Right? You feel me? And I just like people to get that same energy. You feel me? Yeah, you're a, you're a vibe guy. 100 percent you you could probably read a room really well you you when you walk in you you probably are just like i know where I what's what I be yeah <laughs> i told you the medusa story last night <laughs> that was great dude I but i felt like a celebrity dude yeah. <laughs> see that's a different type of that is definitely that's different a good, that's a good interview it's not a bad interview but you like but okay but i agree but when i walked in I didn't know what energy yeah, it was because, yeah. like, I've never, I've never had that energy. You, you absorb the energy. Well, here's the thing: it's like either you're gonna walk in there and you're just gonna be like, right, yeah. or you're gonna walk in there and, like you own the place. Fuck, I'm gonna fun white guy tonight, dude. Dude, it's the best, dude. You want a drink? Drinks? Drinks? Yep. Fun yep. Guy Here we go. Fuck okay. It. Let's all be friends. Yeah, tired up. And I think it's cool too because like when you go to those places, especially like clubs down here and stuff, people congregate as- afterwards. It's yeah. not over inside the club, you know. Well, I ride motorcycles, <laughs> so we in the parking lot afterwards anyway for about two, three hours. What kind of Let's, bikes do you like? Harley Davidson. You're a Harley guy. A baggers. We ride the baggers. You like the bags? Okay, okay, okay. You get to put the music on there, the rims. Look at everybody pulling up, dude. This is so cool. Set. This is the you best. You feel me? Literally the best. Facts. Every single time.